Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Wilson. This is the second part of our mini-series talking about video games and technology. We hope our perspective from a father and son is helpful to you and encouraging. Thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this week's podcast. So, let's get started. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. So, welcome everybody. We're glad that you joined us again. I am going to get moving because um, I've got 30 minutes and then I'm out of here because uh, we're going over to Sam and McKenna's house. I think we mentioned last last week that they bought a new house, uh, paid cash $11,000, um, which I will probably say over and over again because I'm like my father's son and we like to tell how much things cost, especially when you get a really good deal. Um, but everybody's been working over there crazily for a week. And I mean, they have done amazing things. They've, they've rerouted the plumbing. They've built up a new wall. They've taken out windows, added windows, put it in a new stairway. They're framing in the whole downstairs and um, doing some stuff upstairs. But I was gone because I was at uh, the homeschool convention in Massachusetts, Mass Hope. And if you lived in the area and you didn't go, you missed out on a great convention. Um, in fact, next year they're talking about doing it in a new place. Uh, I wish I could think where it is. Oh, uh, uh Sturgis, <laughs> it's not Sturgis, it's uh there's something. Go look something it up on their website like and I'm sure they'll have it there next year. Go to their website. It's gonna be a new location and it looks really exciting. Um so you'll wanna plan to be there. And if, again, if you haven't gone to a homeschool convention, you've got one real nearby, you should plan to go. In fact, this next week I'm gonna be in Fort Wayne, Indiana at the uh it's got some letters in front of it, but it's a Fort Wayne homeschool convention that's on Saturday. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, which reminds me, if you'd like me to come and speak to your group, um, I am always looking uh, for opportunities to come and encourage homeschoolers and non-homeschoolers. Um, but if you've got a big homeschool group, you know, uh, that gives us a lot of possibilities. And if you live within 250 miles of Milford, Indiana, uh, then you are super, we're super flexible with what you have. Um, but uh, Ben, I don't know. I, I saw some pictures. Uh, I assume you were at Sam's house. Did you do a lot of work? I mean, was it fun? Uh, yeah, it's fun. I didn't get to do a ton just because it's just hard to balance like my own family and work and my own stuff, which is not as important as his at this point. But so I worked uh, Saturday there all afternoon, and they got a lot done. They had to move the sewer down underneath the foundation, so they dug out a huge hole. They cut a back and through the basement wall, they cut a regress window in. So, I mean, they've done some major stuff. So it's looking really good. I spent all afternoon framing in a window, uh, which was the first time I think I've ever framed anything on my own. So that went good. Hopefully it works. And, really, that so. is the key. Like when you're thinking about having your kids get married, make sure that their in-laws are, uh, have some skills. Yeah. Uh, because it really, it pays off in the long run, even for you. Yeah, it is um, pretty awesome. But no, it was good. So, and then I also worked on yesterday on, on the deck all day so, or all afternoon so yeah. that was good but yeah it was yeah. you know well, it's going good. good hopefully they'll be able to drywall by next weekend maybe so i know we'll this would be amazing well hey for. let's get going let's get going on our conversation this is like part two of this um technology video game and we're going to talk a little bit about um some of the social media and texting today um but last time we were kind of talking about video games and um i just wanted to maybe clarify about some of the things that we talked about i mean you had some great insights uh, in fact, I, I felt uh, taught by my own son, which don't make that a habit. <laughs> um, but uh, I just felt instructed. I felt uh, uh, I was given a great perspective 
Um, but let's talk about, you know, because we talked about some of the good things about it, you know, or, or that maybe it's not as scary as we non-technology debt parents need to view it as, even though there, of course, there, and even you said that, you know, there's always restrictions. There's always, you know, we just can't let them, you know, we just don't turn them loose and let them hope it turns out for them. We as parents, as shepherds, we have to guide them because, you know, they would eat candy all day long if we just let them. I knew one family, like they kept saying, oh, you know, my, my kids, we have this, we have like two refrigerators, one full of pop. And, and they said they, they just, you know, they're, they're drinking pop all day long and their teeth are rotting out. And I'm like, oh, how old are they? And they're like five and four. You know, it's up to them to keep the door, door shut, you know, because you can, uh, again, if you give them the opportunity, they'll just, you know, do all, everything that's not good for them. But let's talk about, you know, because a lot of parents listening, you know, what would you say? And you already talked about it a little bit, but how do you know when a kid maybe has not just crossed the line, but how, when he might need some reeling in? What do you think, Ben? Um, yeah, I mean, we kind of mentioned it last week. I think the biggest thing is just when it's like out of control, feeling like there's nothing else they want to do. Uh, you know, that's really, I think, a big key. Um, I also think. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the big thing where it just feels like they're shirking everything else or their mindset is only one thing um, or like, you know, where they just can't get out of it or whatever almost. So that makes sense. Um, oh, yeah. And I think that would be something that, you know, to keep an eye out for just because like that, I think regardless of what, you know, whatever the thing that they're into is, you know, whether it's alcohol, whatever, you know, those all can be things where it's like even if you're not doing it actively, you're just like nonstop. And it doesn't mean you can't ever think about it or talk about it. But, but uh, even if your little kid is having one beer a day, I think that's too yeah, much. You know, I'm just saying, though, it's, it's I mean, it can be an addiction, but I just think that, yeah, where that's all they know how to do or the only thing they think is fun. You know, that, that was one of the things always just was like mind blowing to me. And this is also I think cell phones are going to be even that same issue more than even video games, honestly. But um, is, you know, like we, we I remember we were going up Pike's Peak and uh and like we're going up there and it's like where she wrote, uh, was it Oh Say Can You See? Uh, you know, is that what, what song was written up there that inspired it, I think? Uh, it wasn't that one. America it the was, Beautiful. Uh, or? America the Beautiful. I yeah. Think. So she writes that because it is gorgeous from up there. And there's this kid, you know, and he's on his like DS or something, Nintendo DS. And I'm just like, that is where like, I'm sure the parents in mind because they probably don't care anyway. They just wanted him to be quiet. But um you know i'm just like you are missing out on some of the most beautiful scenery in the country you know or you'll go to disney world and the kid's just watching a video on his phone and you're just like why even experience anything else if you're just so you know engrossed and you only enjoy one thing then that's i think an issue um and i I think you as parents you know you have the right to say to your kids you need to stop because even ben i remember one I tell this story, Ben. I don't. You, I'm sure you don't remember it, but you were you were older, and you know you were texting somebody. And we were at Disney World. You were texting somebody, and you were standing behind me. And I just said, because I'm the parent, you know, I said, "Hey, could you put your phone away?" And you said, "Well, what do you want me to do? Just stare at the back of your head?" And I said, "Yes," <laughs> you know, <laughs> because you know I wanted to say, "Hey, look over there," and you right. see it, as opposed to you know our kids who are just in a different world. Um, and 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 of course you were smart enough not to argue with me, you know, and, uh, but I, again, parents need to help our kids say that's enough because again, if we just leave them up to them, you know, they'll never, they'll, they're never, they'll never pull themselves 
away right. from that. And I mean, honestly, that's one of my big regrets is I wasted pretty much from 18, well, probably like 16 to, or 17 till basically when I met Rissa, I feel like I, I blew it on, like I spent so much time you know, in texting in a past relationship and it was a huge waste of time. And I regret like how much I missed out on because of it now, you know, which is easy hindsight, but that is honest. I mean, it was, it was such a waste and I was, that's all I did basically. And it, it's, it's kind of sad to me, like how much I missed out on the last couple of years of my traveling mm-hmm. because of that, you know, so your kids will probably, if, you know, hopefully they'll realize that at some point, if it is something where it is a problem, otherwise then no big deal. But you know, if it is, yeah. Then yeah. Yeah. Point. But it, but but even at whatever level, I think we parents need to be involved, right. you know, because parents will say to me, well, I feel like my, my kids playing too many video games and they'll say, what do you think? And I'm like, it doesn't matter to me. They're not my kids. I don't care. And uh, but I'll say, do you think they're playing too many video games? And they'll say, yeah, I said, then I'll say, then they're probably playing too many video games. Moms, if you feel like they're playing or doing or texting or listening too much, you can say. Okay, you need to stop. I mean, my dad used to do it. Um, my dad, you know, when we lived in, when I was in school, uh, you know, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't even have a cordless phone. We just had a phone that went into the wall, you know, with a cord. And my dad, when the phone would ring and it would be past 10 o'clock, my dad would answer the phone and they'd say, hey, is Todd there? And my dad would say, it's too late. Todd can't talk tonight. And he would hang up. He didn't say goodbye. He never even told me because he didn't feel like he needed right. to because he was the dad. You can do that. You know, if you don't like your kids doing it at a certain time, tell them not to do it at a certain time. If you don't like them texting at the table, don't let them text at the table. If you want them to stop playing when they're, you know, at a certain time of night, then make them stop. Don't give them the option. You can still talk about it and maybe they'll have a reason why. Well, I need to play 10 more minutes because this is when it all shuts down. Right. You know, maybe that's okay. You know, but you get to decide. Um, well, cause we got to kind of pace ourselves here, Ben. Um, you know, what about, uh, oh, maybe I'm going to skip no, that one. The first one is good. Go ahead. Uh, huh? you said the kinds of games not to play. I think that's a really right. good one. Um, just because of Fortnite and things like that. Also a really quick, I want to say like, if I feel like if you're going to not let your kid do something or let them do something, if you're letting them do something, I think then you should not ever make them feel bad about it necessarily, you know, because that's something I think that we sometimes in our family, every once in a while, I was like, yes, it was okay, but it was never looked on in a kind manner in any way. And so it was just like, it makes you feel like you're getting, you're doing something wrong, even if you're not, even if you're allowed right. to. And if I think it's almost better, if you're not going to be on board with your kid doing something, then just don't even let them do it. You know what I mean? Like, cause then right, I right. think it's just, and I'm not saying you're horrible about that. I'm just, but I know that some people, they let their kid do their sport or whatever, even though they really just can't stand it. And the kid will feel that and could either right. one, I think resent or two, you know, it just kind of takes away the joy of something that could be okay in moderation or whatnot. But anyways, right. um, and, that, and that's a, that's a good point because, you know, because a lot of parents, including this one, you know, we get frustrated. And so then we, we kind of say, well, okay. And right. then, you know, like you said, and then we kind of, we don't get on board and it and either way it's like, going to get ruined, you know, cause like if you're going to have a mad that way, then you might as well not let them do the thing you're not really crazy about and have a mad then, you know, even though at the time I'm sure I would have been furious, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's easier to say now. Yeah. So anyways, but dad had said, you know, kind of what are some games that might be off the table or things that, you know, you as parents should be aware of or watch out for, um, I think that's really important, especially with Fortnite, you know, right now and other games like that. So 
you know, Fortnite, I'm just going to talk about that one in general. I actually have the logo up here on the screen because I just think maybe people will, you know, see that. But, um, you know, it's not inherently bad. I mean, I don't think some people who don't like shooting in games and stuff like that, then I understand that totally. But it's not a bloody game. It's not like, I mean, everything, you get teleported out, you know, if you get die. It's not like you're actually just like slaughtering someone. doesn't feel like it at least. Um, But any game that's online, you're just going to have, if you're letting your kids play them, chances are they're going to hear things that, you know, aren't great. They're going to hear language, you know, because I mean, if you're playing, if they're playing with other players, you know, so if it's a multiplayer thing where they have teammates or something like that, um, then anyone can voice chat. And unless you mute them, which you can do as well, then you're going to hear, you know, and a lot of times those players are not, you know, they're pretty filthy, some of them and what they're talking. Not always. It's pretty rare, actually. I would say one out of eight games or something like that, you might have someone who's like, you know, actually using the voice and stuff like that. Um, if they play solo, then they don't have to worry about that. But um, just be aware that if they're playing an online multiplayer game with other people that and it allows microphones and stuff like that, um, you run that risk. You know, same with now, chat. Okay. Does does that mean like anybody can play? Because I know like uh, <laughs> see now my hackles are going up. Um, so like when your little brothers play, right? You know, with a you know their little friends are playing. Can anybody play at that time, or is it just them? It's just them. I mean, it's maximum of four players. Um, if you're playing like you're like, let's say when uh, sometimes me and a couple of my brothers will play like it's just us three and we can only hear us three. You can't see anyone else's chat. You can't see anyone else's, you know, anything. So what you would say is then your kids can only play with a friend or only, if they're playing multiplayer, they can't just play with random people um, if you want to, you know. Um, and honestly, it's pretty rare with Fortnite. Some other games are more because Fortnite's pretty young in general. It's a little bit younger audience because it's a little bit more broad. But some of the older ones like Call of Duty is notorious for that, you know, um, or things like that. Um, but that's a whole different type of game, really. But um, so then the chat, obviously, if you were also playing with that, that's pretty rare, too, because people aren't usually chatting in a game like that because they don't have time. Um, so just make sure if they are, you know, they need to play with only friends or something like that. If that's something important to you, which I would think it would be, uh, you're going to have to deal with that in any online game. If it's with just random people, that's just you mm. know how it works. Mm. And then obviously you have older games, but generally, you know, the only games that like your kid who's 10 is probably not going to go out and buy a $60 game. You know I mean? The game like Mortal Kombat just came out, which is a fighting game and it's incredibly brutal, you know, but Obviously, a six, 10-year-old can't even go and buy that, and you know they're not going to have $60. So the ones you probably need to be more worried about would be your ones that are free-to-play, like Fortnite or like Apex Legends or things like that, um, and those kind of games. And, and there are some games that are suggestive, right? I mean, because even though the Bible doesn't talk about playing video games, there are, pro, you know, it prohibits, or not prohibits, it, you know, it talks, you know, very uh, candidly about... You know images that we shouldn't see i mean so that should that should get rid of some of the games that that might be on the table as well don't you think yeah i mean uh yeah i definitely think there are things that regardless of your age or whatnot that you wouldn't want to uh you know want to do most are pretty i mean i mean as you get in the more mature ones you're going to have violence and you're going to have to some extent um and you're going to have some language most of them, obviously, because they want to sell to millions of people, they aren't going to go like full on, you know, horrible or I mean, just like out of control stuff usually. But some of them do. Um, so that's again, you know, be careful on what you know, just be aware of what they're you're, they're allowing them to get. And if you're buying it from a, like a, 
you know, the Cars Wii game or, you know, a Switch game or something like that, usually you don't have to worry about it as much. as the, It's more of like on Steam or on computer, you know, you can get a lot more access to a lot more games a lot easier. So that would be a little bit more to something to keep an eye out for, I think. Mm. Um, but, you know, just know the game. I mean, that would be one thing. There's there's reviews and stuff that will go in depth on it or you can go online and watch gameplay if you want. If your kid's wanting to buy a game, go on YouTube and type in whatever that game is and, you know, and gameplay and you can watch hours at the whole game if you want you know if you wanted to do something to kind of get an idea for what's inside the game um you know and i mean it's pretty apparent pretty quick usually what type of game it's going to be but anything online is going to be different because you can't control necessarily if you're playing with just randoms you can't control what those people are going to be saying um you know so that's just something to be aware of right well, how about, a, how about, you know, specific kids, you know, because, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, there are certain kids who are uh, more prone to being sucked in and maybe not coming back out. You know, you were saying last time that, you know, there are some kids who are, you know, maybe you're not good at sports, but you can be good at video games, you know, but there is something about, you know, some introverts who can disappear into that world and not come out. Again, right. it's an okay thing. If you can find some some success in it, or you can talk and you can be a big shot in there, but if you're neglecting real people in your house, then then it's not a good thing. Because right. again, my fear is not again that our kids are gonna neglect, you know, not little kids neglecting their parents or their siblings. But my most concern is that little kids are gonna grow up into being dads and they neglect their wife and they neglect their own children. You know, right for sure. And I mean, um, I think personality wise, you know, mine tends to be pretty like I don't really it's hard for me to stay interested in one thing for super, super long, you know, so it's a little bit harder for me to get just like, Mm -hmm. you know, because some of those people, I mean, this is this is different because it's very outlier. But, you know, some people will play like Super Mario World, like one of the original games, and they'll just get faster and faster and they compete with people all over the world to get the fastest they can, you know, or whatever. Like, I just would get so bored with that. You know, I just don't have the attention span for that kind of thing. But if you have a child who's, you know, tends to just be super, like, obsessive about something in the way of, like, they will stick at it forever. Or once they find something that's, you know, they just, they'll just, you know, you know, just do it over and over or whatever. I don't even know what that looks like outside of video games. But um, that's where I think you would have to be a little bit more worried. And I'm not saying that a certain type of game wouldn't get me forever, but it's, you know, the online kind of games are hard for me just because I just lose interest after a little bit, you know. But um, I also think this this question that someone had um, might be kind of fit this a little bit. She said, um, she said, do you have, uh... oh, I lost it where it was. Do you have that one pulled up there somewhere? Uh-huh. You want to read it? Yep. She. Uh, this is uh, a mom who said, I have a question about the free time tech time. Um, I love how you don't want to be a, it, it to be a big part of your child's lives. Um, I recall Ben mentioning it was only allowed computer time an hour every other day with limited games. Uh, what would he do in his free time if he wasn't playing the computer? And again, he kind of talked about that. You know, he might, They played Lego. They played outside. They played all kinds of things. Um, our kids are all young. Oldest is a boy. Oldest is a boy is almost eight. We struggle to help him find his thing. He wants to play video games or watch movies when he's done with his schoolwork. We heavily restrict video games. Only Wii Sports or Mario Kart, movies of VeggieTales, and other pre-approved. Uh, when he is bored, he struggles to find things to do. Instead, he often pesters his sister. 
sisters who are otherwise very good at entertaining themselves. The girls five and six naturally find things to do, art project dolls, etc. Um, you know, and she said video game addiction is very real and I want to help my son develop healthy habits. Um, you know, and you know, Ben, you might say something about this, but I'll tell you as a parent, you know, I'm okay with our kids being bored. Um, in fact, I was just telling, I was just, uh, talking to a parent recently, uh, maybe it was over this weekend at our, at the mass hope convention. And he was saying, you know, isn't it weird how kids don't play, you know, games out in the yard anymore. You know, they don't do pickup baseball games or, or football games or things like that. And, uh, he said, no, they're, they're part of record, uh, you know, organized sports, but do they, cause he said, when we were there, we just were always outside. And I think some of that was driven because we didn't have anything else to do. I think if we use that, the TV and the video games as kind of a, a filler, they will always do that. I mean, I'm a TV guy. I would pick TV over talking to my kids. You know, I know that sounds terrible, but you know, cause it's easy. I can just veg there. But when you take that away, it makes me do other things. And I feel like sometimes we as parents, we use that. We say, okay, do your school. And then you can do your video games and you can. I think it should be more closed-ended. You know, you should be in control of how much time they spend. And when they're not spending that time, I think you should push them out. Now, you might help them, help them a little bit and say, hey, why don't you do this? Or you say, I'm gonna have you do some jobs if you can't find anything else to do. And I've found that my kids, you know, all of a sudden they find things to do. And I think boredom is a great teacher and motivator for all that other stuff. So I feel ben, like what were you say? really like kids nowadays, they don't have to really create any entertainment for themselves. You know, they don't have to come up with anything. It's just all just fed to them basically through, you know, virtual or screens and stuff like that. Um, and I think that when we were bored, you know, or whatever, we had to go outside and or do whatever else. We just had lots of time where we were just like, what do we do? You know, we came up with stuff and it is a little harder for his situation. You know, I don't I never was a only boy like I, I mean, I had a you know brother right underneath me who we always played together. So I think if your son is, you know, that might be something that might be a little bit different situation. But, you know. If, if they're into gun or if they're into Fortnite because they like shooting, then maybe they'll go outside and get into rubber band guns and, you know, play Fortnite in the yard or whatever, you know, or whatever. You know, those kind of things are fine because they're actually outside. They're interacting with each other or they'll, you know, yeah, you know, make a city out of Lego or whatever else. I think Cal and Jed right now are making a little stop motion, you know, a uh, little stop motion video, you know, with their Lego right now. And so they'll go through other interests because they just have to, you know, if they know that's off the table, then a bored person will come up with something. I mean, if they can in an all way, like I don't think that they'll just literally lay on the couch for days, maybe for the first few days or maybe for a little bit, they'll just be like, I just don't know what to do. But eventually I think they will figure something else out. Cause I don't know. I mean, I don't know of any kid who just like literally sits there on a couch for months, you know, cause they just so bored, you know, uh, I, I would. Doubt and, I, and, I, and I would say too, you know, even as you said, Ben about, uh, you know, it is a little harder when he's the only boy, but even that, I think, you know, uh, even if he's an only child, we still don't want him to fill up all his time right. with video stuff because he's going to be a dad one day. And we don't want to have trained him to do that for later on right. because just, he still yeah. might be the only boy, you know, totally. in his family of girls. So he needs to fill it with other things, not just video stuff. But Ben, why don't you give us a commercial here yeah. uh, because we're going to run out of time. 
I want to thank Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smile and Homeschool podcast. Our family has used Teaching Textbooks for many years and we have loved every minute of it. The new 3.0 version of the curriculum is better than ever and you can access from Windows, Macs, Chromebooks, and even smartphones. Each and every math problem is explained and demonstrated in an easy to understand way that takes the stress and responsibility away from you. Teaching Textbooks stores your child's grades so you can easily ensure that they are learning and you can check their progress. Teaching Textbooks makes math fun, and you can visit the website teachingtextbooks.com to check out a free trial and view a sample lesson. You can also visit their booth at a local homeschooling convention. Thanks to Teaching Textbooks for all their support. Well, how about other technology use? You know, we don't have, uh, well, I have about five more minutes, uh, Ben, but what about like, how about the cell phone? I mean, because it is everything you can play video games you can text you can whatever um you know how do we bring that under control well the easy way i think is just not getting your kid a cell phone when they're you know eight or three or uh you know four or even 12 or 13 maybe even you know i think that's an easy one is just people need to push it back i think that might be something that's starting to be a little bit more popular like I think as in like, at least in the high tech areas, you know, I think people are starting to kind of swing a little bit away from like nonstop technology all the time. But I think that's a big one. And then, I mean, I don't know how effective this is yet because we haven't gotten tested out. But Apple just, you know, came out with their screen time uh, settings in the iPhone, which is pretty cool. So basically you set a password on it that only you know. And then you can set each app to a limit of how much time can be used on it. You know, so if you allow them to play a game, mm. then you say you only get... 30 minutes and once they hit it you have to put a password in to get past that you know or you can also just even see your usage which as a parent you should check that as well because it can be kind of insane how much time you know people use and i think that is a probably more of an addiction overall because it's so fast you know with a game console where you're sitting in your basement type thing that people always think of you have to sit down you have to have a tv you have to have a game console like you have to be dedicate time to only that you know whereas with a phone you pull it out of your pocket, you text, you look, you know, look on Facebook, which is a huge one for a lot of people, or Instagram or Snapchat or whatever else, and it just fills every single second. Um, so that's, I think, honestly, the more of the not knowing how to do anything else because it just is like it's just always giving you something to do, you know. Um, and yep. yeah, well, so. and I don't know about you know everybody else's kids, but I know even with our little kids, our little kids will. Um, they will gravitate to that phone like it is, you know, like honey to a bee, you know, I mean, they're just always picking it up, you know, and even though their mom has a password on it, they'll say, Hey mom, can I look at Instagram? And, you know, we might only have a few places where they can look and they're all safe. But, you know, even when they were little and they would come into our room and they'd say, Hey mom, can I look at pictures on your phone? And Debbie would say, Oh yeah. And I'd say, no, they can't. And she'd say, why? You know, there's nothing bad on them. And I'm like, again, do we have to train our kids to fill in all that time um, by looking on their phone? Because I know, you know, it, it get, ha, has a huge pull on us. And even when it's in our pockets, we have this. And I don't, you've probably seen people do this better. Maybe you've even done it because I've done it. You know, where you just pick out your phone, you pick yep. it up and you swipe it around and then you put it back in your pocket. Right. And it's like, why is that? You know, it's because maybe we're hoping to see something, you know, or there's going to be a notification or a text. Yeah. And I just feel like we need times. And again, parents, you know, it's not a bad idea to have. I know, like for Maggie, she has an iPod. It's an old iPhone 
that she can text some on Wi-Fi at our home. Um, but she puts it in our room every night at the charging station. And I think, you know, I wish we would have done that for all our kids. We didn't because we didn't know anything at the beginning. We should have all put our phones in some central location so we could have had a break from it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, but totally. uh, again, and I mean, so. yeah, that's totally true. And I think it is. I mean, obviously, it is different because, you know, when you grew up, or even when I grew up, like, uh, it wasn't as ubiquitous and it is going to stick around. So I understand like it is going to be hard to completely eliminate it, but I mean, you need, you need to totally restrict it. And I mean, I'm struggling with that a little bit with Renly cause it's just like, you know, with the Hudson and like, you know, Rissa's trying to deal with both of them, you know, it is easy to just be like, here, watch something for 30 minutes or whatnot. But it's also like, I don't want her to not play with her blocks or whatever. Cause she just would always rather watch a princess movie or whatnot. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's it's always probably going to be somewhat of a struggle, but that's probably means that you're at least doing something. If it feels like it's absolutely right. nothing's happening, like you're like, man, it's not even an issue, then that might be because it's not, you know, you're not uh, even addressing it at all. And I think that's the other thing is do not like I don't think ignorance or being like, oh yeah, I'm sure it's fine is is good enough excuse. Like, I mean, I know we have had people in our life who've done that, and I just think that is stupid. Like, yeah, you think they aren't doing x thing but you're probably wrong because you just don't have any idea you know and and i think you need to i mean it's hard because technology moves fast but you know you have youtube look up any question you have on how how something works and there's someone explaining it i mean from a parent standpoint you can find anything you need to like i think you need to be somewhat uh, very much involved in all of it otherwise you're just going to be completely out of the loop and they'll know you know, they'll just do whatever and you're not going to have any idea. And I think that's really dangerous. Okay, well, let's close it down right now. Um, you know, we could talk more. We probably should talk more. We're going to have to revisit this again. And I think what you said, Ben, is right on. You know, that I think that this is a constant struggle. You know, it's just this constant tension be trying, trying to figure. And it's always changing. So I think we should, the tension's not bad. You know, and the struggle's not bad. Don't be thinking you're going to solve this thing. Because I don't think it is solvable. But don't give up. And again, if if you feel like it's kind of got a hold on you, then maybe you need to start there as you're taking care of your kids. Um, I just did a podcast last week um, with uh, Michael Prince from Family Tech Blog. Um, and I'm just going to just maybe suggest that you go and check out his website. He's devoted fully to this one area. So it's FamilyTechBlog.com. FamilyTechBlog.com. And he's got lots of stuff. He talks about Fortnite. He talks about social media. He talks about filters and all that kind of stuff. Um, So we are out of time. Thanks for joining us. Um, Don't grow weary. Don't stop. I'm sure there there might be some questions that people have asked. Um, But, uh, you know, you may not feel like smiling, um, but don't give up. Don't give up. Have a great day and uh, have a smiley week. Thanks for listening. We really enjoyed talking about this topic and we hope it gave you some ideas and some encouragement. If you have any follow-up questions or comments, please feel free to email us at todd at thesmilinghomeschooler.com or you can message us on Facebook. If you enjoy the show, we really appreciate if you leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast service of choice. We also want to thank our good friends at Teaching Textbooks for making today's show possible. You can learn more about all their great math products, view a sample lesson, and check out their affordable pricing at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a wonderful week, and as always, keep smiling. 